Section 7 of The Devolutionist and the Emancipatrix. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tommy Howell. The Devolutionist and the Emancipatrix by Homer Ian Flint. Part 1. Section 7. A World Be Called. I think we have learned enough to form some general conclusions, said the doctor, after the four had told what each had heard and seen. Van Emmon's friend, Powart, seems to be anything but a Democrat. He probably represents the most aristocratic element on the planet, while this man Fort, who rescued the girl, is also probably a member of the leisure class. On the other hand, we have Smith's agent, whose name we do not know. He seems to be one of the working class, which Powart despises. The two are at opposite ends of the social scale. Young Ernall, whose father is in trouble, appears to be a rising young revolutionist. But Mona, to use the name Powart gave his fiancée, Billy's surgeon, the girl whose life Fort saved, she is not so easy to classify. On the earth we would call her occupation a middle-class one, but that remark she made about people being cattle gives me the impression that she is an aristocrat at heart. I call her a mystery for the time being. As for the planet itself, of course, the people simply refer to it as the earth, or some term which translates that way to us. We need a name for it. What shall we call her, this daughter of Capella's? Capulet, from Billy promptly. Fine. The other two looked their approval. Now we are ready to analyze things. What shall we say of her people in general? Speaking for my surgeon, observed Billy, doesn't she argue a rather high degree of development? The others were plainly willing for the doctor to take the lead. He rubbed his knuckles harder than ever as he considered billy's suggestion a higher degree of development hmm. not easy to say safer to assume that the development is higher in spots not in general perhaps we'll do well to consider other things first take those two clocks for instance the one that i saw had a pendulum of ordinary length which vibrated twice as fast as that indicating an astronomical clock at his side. But what about the timepiece you saw, Van? Twenty-five-hour dial, and a pendulum of the usual length, same as yours, but it vibrated no faster than I ever saw before. Are you sure? You're sure? At the emphatic nod, the doctor frowned. We are forced to conclude that Capulet is not as round as our Earth. No other way to account for such a difference in gravitation as the two clocks indicate. Roughly, I should say that the planet's diameter, at the place where I saw the clock, is fifty percent greater than at the point where Van's agent is located, maybe ten thousand miles in its greatest diameter, Capulet. Having greater gravitation would explain why that disabled aircraft which Smith saw, fell so very slowly. 
the planet has much more air than the earth which means far greater density near the surface it also explains those big sailing cruisers nothing else can at any rate we can guess why we have seen no surface travel the people of capilet never tried to work out such a thing as an automobile why should they with the birds to imitate and extra dense air all around them i think we have found the key the doctor cogitated for a second or two however let's consider that schoolroom a bit it was in no way different from what you will find on the earth right now why smith had a notion there is such a thing as perfection like some electrical apparatus you simply can't improve them sounds reasonable from van emmon yes and that is undoubtedly how the capilets look at the matter but why haven't they got talking pictures because they've perfected the silent variety of course why don't they reform their ways of living instead of replacing a worn-out heart with a new one they perfected surgery that's why and why haven't they tried the screw propeller they've perfected the bird-wing principle but that doesn't explain objected billy why they've been content with an autocratic system of government van emmon considered this a dig at powart why of course their government is autocratic dear how else can it be protective you seem to have a lot of admiration for your mr powart laying her hand on his i have he and the others seem to be likely capable fellows who have undertaken to maintain happiness and have made good but without the direct consent of the people what of that warmly most folks don't care to burden their heads with law-making anyway they'd rather leave it up to specialists who are only too willing my dear to handle the matter at their own price the doctor put in hastily from what you tell me van this commission determines the living conditions for the majority although it has no popular authority whatever moreover conditions are no better than they were a hundred years ago there's been no progress powart admits that now placing that fact alongside the rest i reach this conclusion that the people of capilet no matter what may have been their experience in the past do not now care for revolutionary ideas. They want standardization, not change. It all roots back in that extra-dense air of theirs. See why? Apparently the three did not. The doctor explained. Life is much easier for them than for us. It is no great struggle to gain a livelihood where transportation is so easy and simple. In consequence of this, their advancement was much more rapid than ours here on the earth, up to a certain point, and they've reached that point already. Coming back to that commission again, instead of trying out a democratic form of government, in which every citizen would be equally responsible, regardless of property, they've standardized the protective paternalistic principle. which is precisely the correct method insisted the geologist radical changes of any kind are always dangerous the only safe method is to improve what we already have 
suppose remarked billie suppose government becomes so thoroughly standardized that it can't be improved further then it becomes permanent if it isn't overthrown the doctor smilingly interposed let me finish and get this out of my system by their own confession the commission's chief function is to keep the majority in ignorance which is said to be the same thing as bliss this man ernol and his pitiful rebellion only serve to prove the rule in a word the capellans have carried the principle of improvement as opposed to reform to its logical conclusion they can go no further and why not challenged van emmon because the fittest have survived on capilet as elsewhere these commissioners are the fittest the doctor nodded gravely true enough van but the point i want to make is the commissioners have put an end to the processes of evolution they won't allow progress they stopped all that a century ago friend capilet is a world that has given up it has quit end of section seven